Dab, Abby and Matt for breakfast. Hello, thank you for downloading today's podcast. We appreciate you. We certainly so do. much. And don't forget to recommend this podcast to other people too. If you enjoy it, make sure you get more people listening right. to it. We're going to come up with an incentive for you, you if you recommend or you get someone else to listen to it. Maybe you could just go onto their um, phone and mm. do the automatic download for them. <laughs> do themselves uh, a favour, you know, if you've got someone's password. Yes. I used to do that when I worked in car yards. Oh, yeah? um, I started working at SAFM, which mm-hmm. is in Adelaide, and when the cars used to come in for service. Oh, I love it. I used to sit in the car and I used to change them all. So it was automatic. So all the that. presets, no all of what the presets. And it's so funny because people used to come back and a couple of them were a bit annoyed, but they didn't know how to do the preset. Mm. I'm like, you just hold it mm-hmm. and then you can change it. Yes. But I used to do all of them. So it was all SAFM and it just looked good. That's what we need to do. We need to start breaking into cars, mm. change their presets and then remove the chip. I reckon well, we well, no, if you work at a car, why don't, but if you work at a service, yeah. why don't you give us a call and say whether you're willing to do it? Imagine if you gave them a price. Like, let's just say all the cars were preset and they're all our radio station. Yeah. But then we leave like, hey, thank you so much for listening. Here's a $100 voucher to go and spend thanks to B105. That'd be expensive. No, but it'd be nice. Yeah. yeah. $20. Here's a $20 mm-hmm. coffee voucher. Mm. Do yourself a favour. I love this. this I think they should excellent. just, at the factory, you just make B105 cars and that's all they have on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> you can't change it to anything yeah. else. yeah. Yeah. I love that. We need actually we need to get in contact with all the service departments mm. and tell them to do that for us. There's a nice guy that um at Southside Toyota mm. who was saying that he would do it. I was like, thanks. Slipped him a twenty. Then we get the taxi then drivers. Nothing. Huh? Then we get the taxi drivers. Do yes, you... taxi drivers are good because I hate it when I get an Uber and they're listening to another station. Mm. Do you change it? I ask them to change Do it. Do you? Absolutely. Maybe I should, but I get embarrassed. I ask them to put the other, um, other put B105 on and then I, do as well? I say, oh, don't that's change good. it. Yeah. All right, maybe oh, I should try be, it. Don't be ashamed. That's like if I owned Coca-Cola and I saw someone drinking a Pepsi, I'd be like, you should try Coca-Cola. It's no, really I think good. it's just more if they change it and my voice is on there mm. doing some replay. Yeah, that would look awkward. You know, just... Yeah. That's me. That's me. Can you tell? Huh? Huh? Didn't we, did, remember when we got into a car and we got them, we asked them if what they thought about, like, like we changed it over to B105 and they were like, what do you think about these two idiots? You mm. like them? Mm. Yeah. yeah, we did do that. Say. Yes, yeah. we used to do it as a, uh, we did Uber. Mm-hmm. What did we do? Uber Awkward. Uh, Uber Awkward. Were you, were, were you even lamp. here? No, he no wasn't I just, just <laughs> knew exactly what you guys yeah. would have called it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Radio. Then that's yeah, when I got my horse in, lamp. Yeah, we used to get in and ask them different questions, questions. about the show. It was pretty funny. Yeah, we used to ask honestly. them about Osho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heaps honest, yeah. Mm. Often they were saying nice things and you used to try and get them to. Mm. Yeah, isn't that annoying when you do something like that and they're really nice? You're like, nah, this is, we actually want you to hate us. Yes. I think um, they, they knew, like, we were asking about Osher and stuff like that, mm. about The Bachelor and they don't watch that crap. Did he do stuff. one? He did one. He did one as well. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We had to give him a task. He, had to, he did pretty well. We had to get him to name drop how many famous names he knows. It's a real tough one for him. <laughs> 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 yeah. 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 Good times. Uh, mm. Got a horse lamp out of it, though. You did. Yeah. yeah. It was really, I mean, I, I made money that day. Yeah. Yeah. What did you get the. We stopped price. off at like Paddington. Oh, and okay. He went right. shopping. We went Because we used to get Ubers just to places. We couldn't get them to drop off where they do a lap and come back around. Yeah. I oh, am. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, like we said, please recommend. Um, we will work on a prize for you. We'll, mm-hmm. We're going to have a huge meeting after the show and we'll come up with it there. Uh, here we go. Here's the podcast. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. This is the sound of breaking. This is how 
Now, I don't know if it's because I'm putting myself in the situation of... It's 100%. <laughs> You're like, this could be me one day, and that's why you... Siobhan, newly single Siobhan, our producer, you two are like... It's strange over there. No, it's all strange. We're talking about Gladys, who is the, the Premier of New South Wales. Gra- Gladys. Berylidgillis. Yes. Berylidgillis. And Daryl. Is that his name? Is that that bloke? Daryl? Daryl, isn't it? It's got yeah. a Daryl. Daryl. Daryl McGuire. He used to work with her. Um, uh, was an uh, MP, now a disgraced one. He was uh, the mayor of Wagga Wagga. Um, and he's been, he was. he's been investigated at the moment through, I guess, uh, improper um, conduct with property developers yeah. and whether he was getting money for them. So that's all being investigated. And during that, it's come out that she was having an affair with him. I say affair because it was private. He wasn't married. He was separated. From her stance, she's done nothing wrong. Mm. Now, that's going to be investigated to find out whether she used her position. Mm-hmm. Um, but he used her. Because he used to send contacts to see her saying, I'll look like I'm, I'm seeing the premiere. I'll be able to help yeah. you out. But well, she just was doesn't... just looking for love. <laughs> and and that's a hard thing. She's very she's great at her job. Mm-hmm. She's private. And she's come out and said, <laughs> I've given up on love. I loved him, but I'll never speak to him again. Because a question was asked, will you accept his apology? And she said, I'll never talk to him again to hear it. I but hang on, this is where it gets iffy because okay. he's up for crime and corruption, right? Mm. She yeah. was she was dating him at the time of that corruption, so yes. that's why they're trying to drag her name through the mud. Mm. Didn't she say at the inquest that it was nothing of significance? She didn't think she should tell the party that I, she was shagging someone she, within the but party. Do you know what that sounds like? She was saying that to go. Eh, you know. No, I reckon that sounds like he's never completely gone. Where an eye? Where a thing? I oh, never put it on it was Facebook. on again and off again. So I reckon that's that's. I reckon she would have been like, yeah, cool. I don't think she's the one that said, hey, cool your jets, let's not go public. Mm. I think he's just never put a ring on it. <laughs> <laughs> so you thinking? Are you thinking he'd text her Thursday? What are you up to this weekend? Yeah. Then she'd hear nothing Monday through Wednesday. But she would have her outfit ready and yeah. wearing it for Saturday in case she got a text message, and then she'd just be ready to go. Her legs would be shaved. So All the you, way up. That's what's devastating about it. She had matching underwear on that night. <laughs> and that's what kills me the most. Why do we, Why? Why is this resonating so much with you two, though? It's like you're, you're really following this roller coaster and you're really... You're all team Beryl. To hear anyone say that I've given up on love, mm. that hurts. Because the- that just means that they are... They're going to remain single for the rest of their life. And I say that with your mum as well. Like, she doesn't ever want to date anyone after your your dad passed away. And I get that. There's pain. Mm, But I'm like, she's never going to have the comfort. It's good for the people in New South Wales, though. Because she said she's going to focus on her her career. Well, a lot of people have turned against her. And I guess they're still doing the inquiry at this point. But if she loses her job, she's lost everything. Yeah. That is, it is one of those things. I can see what what you're thinking. There's, There's a woman... Not later in life. In mid, so let's say in the mid of her life. And she's always been married to her job. Yep. And she's given so much to her work that she pushed aside relationships and mm-hmm. now she's just made the decision of this is just going to be me forever. Mm. And you, you, would, you would hope that she still had some hope there. But no, she doesn't have hope. She's given up. And <laughs> did, she put, did she push relationships away or did she just never have them? Oh. Like, did she focus on a job because she didn't have the, uh, uh, you know, the, the opportunity of love and then she met someone that she thought she could connect with, and he's just screwed her over. <gasps> it's a pain. Or, do, or does she only date people who she knows she can't let in because for the fear <laughs> oh of rejection? God. So therefore, 
she only picks men who she knows will never work out, so then she can never truly be hurt. I can guarantee we're not going to get an interview with her to talk about her love life <laughs> and where it stands, but I tell you what, that's what I would want to do. I just want to, I kind of want to just hug her and stroke her hair and saying, Everything's going to be okay. Let's hook you up. deserve love. You wanted to do that to Katy Perry after yeah. Russell Brand. And look too. at her, she's happy now. Yeah. 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 You yeah. deserve love. Because Give her a cheesecake. Okay, Siobhan, <laughs> jump on the microphone. You're, you, you've just been through a breakup, so you're looking at this from another perspective here. Are you, are you thinking, you guys are. You know, if you, I want to cry a bowl, hearing about Gladys. Her story just breaks me. Does it, is it even sadder because her name's Gladys? No, it's because she was a strong, independent woman who didn't need a man to complete her life. And then you find out she did need a man, but just secretly, and a man that didn't give her all the love that she needed. Mm. Would you say that's fair? Correct. God, the midday movie of this wow. is going to be amazing. It is. Mm. Well, when you know what? If she's ever in town... We'll get her a date. <laughs> we'll hook her up. Yeah. Yes. Abby would like to stroke your hair and feed you cheesecake. What, What's no, your schedule like? We'll, we'll get her a man. Ooh, when the border's open. <laughs> See, Anastasia's standing in her way. Maybe she's That's got someone here. And she's like, open the borders. There's heaps of dudes up north. To end. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Things you can say would say in bed. Please do it on a Monday to clear your mind ready for work. It's not dirty, but your mind does go, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, what you can see in the bedroom in another scenario. Today it's at an auction. Don't forget as well, being Make It Rain Monday, we've yeah. got so much going on. If you get on the air, you will also get a $100 Mr. Toys Toy World voucher. All right, Sebastian, you get that voucher. And what can you say in the bedroom and at an auction? Hey, I wouldn't mind paying for that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How high are you willing to go, though? Well, it all depends on how good it is. Yes. <laughs> Lisa, in Spring Melbourne, what can you say in both scenarios? Nah, let her have it. Yes. <laughs> Throwing in the towel. <laughs> Maybe like that one. <laughs> That's some good work, Lisa. I like it. <laughs> Nikki in Woody Point, what can you say in the bedroom and in an auction? Can I... Can I please use the paddle? <laughs> you ah, do yes. want to, don't you? Yeah, everyone gets a paddle. Yeah. yeah. Use it now. Use it now. <laughs> uh, all right, what can you say in the bedroom and at an auction? Carla. Carla. Springfield, what can you say? Going once, going twice, and I'm done. <laughs> twice? <laughs> yeah. Got to yep. be happy with that, yeah. huh? Uh, all right. Uh, everyone who makes it airs getting a $100 Mr. Toys Toy World voucher. You included, Jazz. Congrats. Come on, is that all you got? <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to hear that, do no, they? No, 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 no. Yes, that's all I have. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. What you watch? Watch this. Whether it's Netflix, YouTube, or Instagram, there's still more to watch. Just watch I like to jump on the old Netflix stand, get online and find things to watch, see what's trending. Ruin it for people and they'll never watch it. Well, that, I mean, I'm just doing you a service. Thank I, you. I'll, I'll tell you, you can you can be in the conversations about the shows yes. without having to spend the time watching it. I know, you're going to trip us up one day and I'll start talking about that octopus and everyone will go, you know that I didn't even have oh. one in. I'll be like, really? My octopus teacher, if you want to see a, a grown man fall romantically in love with an octopus, watch that show. But... Um, I watched one that everyone's talking about at the moment, and that is The Social Dilemma. Now, what you're going to take away from this show is everything that these people say, you already know deep down inside. Mm. Um, but it did make me 
change a lot about my habits and what I do um, on Facebook. I've heard a lot of people delete their accounts after they watch it. Because your wife watches has watched this? No, she hasn't. Oh, I thought she loved this one. No. So I, I did stop following news sites on my Facebook after this. Right. Okay. And I'll tell you why. What it is is it's an interview with a whole group of um, people who used to work at Pinterest, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook... Google. So they're all former employees. So they're all former employees. Pinterest and can't Do they get evil. fired? Uh, well, yeah, they still suggest photos that you do, and they've got a lot of advertising in it as well. Right. You know, and th- this is the thing: the idea of social media, and we know this, is to keep you on it for as long as possible at absolutely any cost. Mm. Because you looking at your screen at that app is making them money. So yeah. you're the product. Yes. We know that because yes. they advertise to us. But as you hear these people speak, it actually gets quite scary. What I want people to know is that everything they're doing online is being watched, is being tracked, is being measured. Every single action you take is carefully monitored and recorded. Exactly what image you stop and look at, for how long you look at it. They know when people are lonely, they know when people are depressed, they know when people are looking at photos of your ex-romantic partners, they know what you're doing late at night, they know the entire thing. They have more information about us than has ever been imagined in human history. It is unprecedented. Now, in it, they actually say... If they can see that when you're depressed, you'll stay on Facebook for longer, mm. they will actually feed you stuff that keeps you depressed. Wow. Because they mm. want you in that mood, mm. so you stay on there. And Twitter, all of them all do it. So if they go, you seem sad, I'm going to give you more stuff to keep you sad because you're going to stay on Facebook. And also you buy more when you're sad. Yeah, that's They've true. done science, yeah. like mm. research into saying that you, yeah. Um, then they talk about this thing called growth hacking. And what that is, is about trying to change people's perceptive. Um, and they did a test. They ran an experiment to see how much power they actually had. And it was around the elections to see if they could control people. And this is insane. Facebook conducted what they called massive scale contagion experiments. Okay. How do we use subliminal cues on the Facebook pages to get more people to go vote in the midterm elections. And they discovered that they were able to do that. One thing they concluded is that we now know we can affect real world behavior and emotions without ever triggering the user's awareness. So they can run their own agendas now. Yeah. Mm. Do you remember Subliminal Messages was first around in the movies? Did you remember that one? It was years ago. I'm talking about 50, 60 years ago when they Mm. first came out and they started using it and they did these little flashes. And there was like something like 90% of the people then left and walked out and bought the product that they wanted at the candy bar. And they're like, oh, damn, it works. But there's so many different ways that you can now manipulate people that they're Mm. not aware of. They actually say in there too, and it makes sense, they're not actually doing it they're just our human um our human setting Mm. is to fight with each other and to be like every man for themselves or whatever so Mm. effectively they've just set up a system where Mm. we do it all ourselves but they just know how to trigger those emotions you know hey matthew them is there just four people that are in charge of the whole thing it's an octopus (laughs) (laughs) now the difference is and and to kind of explain you know saturday morning cartoons when they were a thing yeah loved them there was lots of regulations around what was allowed to be advertised Mm. um what content could play even here on radio those um 
erectile dysfunction ads that mm-hmm. used to get played a lot. We're told when what times they can be played and stuff, yep. and we're yeah. regulated. Facebook has zero regulation. So it is the most looked at media in the world, but there is no governing body to it. And so when they put new stuff up, that's why, you know, conspiracy theorists have gone crazy like never before. It's because Facebook get the most likes and clicks out of fake news. Fake news on Twitter spreads six times faster than true news. We've created a system that that biases towards false information. Not because we want to, but because false information makes the companies more money than the truth. The truth is boring. So what they do is if they see, uh, hey, Abby, you haven't been um, online much lately, but I can see your friend Stav is really digging this fake news story about the earth being flat. He really believes it. (laughs) If you've had nothing um, to do with flat earthers before, it will send you in your feed Mm. that to see if it gets you to engage. Mm. Google, they're guilty of it as well. Have a listen to this. When you go to Google and type in climate change is, you're going to see different results depending on where you live. In certain cities, you're going to see it autocomplete with climate change is a hoax. In other cases, you're going to see climate change is causing the destruction of nature. And that's a function not of what the truth is about climate change, but about where you happen to be Googling from and the particular things that Google knows about your interests. And when we come back, I've conducted a little study here in the office Mm. to show you just how crazy this is between a 26-year-old in Paddington Mm. and a 62-year-old in Springwood. When they type in climate change. Okay. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. What to watch? Watch this. Whether it's Netflix, YouTube, or Instagram, there's still more to watch. Just watch. Netflix has a, um, a documentary. It's called The Social Experiment. It's X, um, they call them presidents of um, social media networks. Mm-hmm. Do uh, they so ask CEOs. if any of them have an account? Because I, I love speaking to the founder of like Facebook that kind of got kicked out, remember? Yeah. From Zuckerberg. And we're like, mm. do you still have a Facebook account? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> well, <laughs> all, like, okay. all these people said that they don't allow their children yeah. to go on social media. Right. So they may have accounts themselves, but when they were working at these places, because at the end of the day, they're saying they have so much information about you. But it's even just the ads that pop up when the kids are playing games. Mm. They don't oh. even have to have a social media account. It's when they're, they're playing it and something else is suggested. And I'm like, why Completely. does that come up to you? And Finney's like, don't look into this. I wasn't looking for anything bad. <laughs> They're saying these ex-social um, media um, executives, they're saying that social media has the ability to actually change who you are as a person wow. slowly by mm-hmm. feeding you different news throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the biggest ones was um, Google. Actually, you know when you think you're going to Google and mm. you're going to get the answer, even Google, they're saying actually caters an answer towards the personality of you. When you go to Google and type in climate change is, you're going to see different results depending on where you live. In certain cities, you're going to see it autocomplete with climate change is a hoax. In other cases, you're going to see climate change is causing the destruction of nature. And that's a function not of what the truth is about climate change, but about where you happen to be Googling from and the particular things that Google knows about your interests. Because you think you're going to Google, it's like opening up an encyclopedia. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, well, not that's for opinion pieces, but I know what you're saying, because no one ever can... Everyone always have different views yeah. of it. I mean, you're not going to find, you know, 
the building is a different height. No, exactly. <laughs> it, but it's, exactly. everything's open for debate. It's going to yeah. pepper it with whatever area you're in. So we did a bit of a test here around the office because obviously they can say it on this show. That might just be their opinion. Um, and we got a whole heap of people with all different age ranges to, to Google. Now, a 26-year-old female who lives in Paddington mm-hmm. here in Brisbane, she typed that in. And here is the, the top searches she got. <clears throat> Climate change is worse than homework. Okay. Climate change is a hoax means. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's pretty much what they're saying this is suggesting for her is that there's another one, climate change is not real meme, is that she doesn't really have any sort of opinion about it as yet because it's all a bit of a joke. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. like yeah. memes, put them up online, yeah. whatever. Um, a 28-year-old in Strathpine has um, when did climate change start? Okay, was a suggestion, mm-hmm. um, and why is climate change important? So that's a huge difference, mm. massive difference. And typing in exactly the same thing, climate change is. So if you go over to uh, Karina for Abby Coleman, it says climate change is the greatest threat. Oh. I did that at work. Oh, so you did it here? Yeah, on the work? I did it in the city. Yeah. All right. The Sorry, I forgot sake. when I got home. I knew I had homework, but I forgot. <laughs> that would change it because if you do mm. it at work, it would actually be adjusted to our work's cookies. Yeah, so right. right. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, so I did it at work. Yeah. Does mine say climate change is just here to clean the pool? Uh, no. <laughs> Yours, this says, you know, you're very serious about it. Okay. Climate change is the biggest problem in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, is climate change the same as global warming? That's because his um, wife works at the ABC and they knew that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Climate change is the greatest threat. Climate change news. So you're very serious about climate change. Right. Is that correct about you? You, no. you believe it's a huge threat? I, I believe it's a problem, but I don't, I, I don't really spend much time thinking about it, to be honest. It's one of the, you know, me, I'm kind of like, one person can't make a difference, so let them sort that out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Google, Google thinks you're pretty serious about it. Oh, good for Google. Now, this one I found very interesting, and this is the big difference. Go out to Springwood. This is a 62-year-old male. He typed in, climate change. Mm. Is and what do you reckon? A came hoax up? is bull dust is not real. A hoax, yeah. yeah. Climate change hoax. Climate change the real facts. Now I'm going to assume if you click on the real facts, it's not going to give you real facts. It also is um, depending on how many people have googled that in your area. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like so, mm. yeah. But it also puts together a picture of you. So, yeah. you know, like baby boomers, they're, they're big on the mines and they're big on the oil and stuff. So it mm. kind of goes, this is probably See, what they're going to be after. The shocking thing for me for this is I just assumed when that happened, when you got that list, it was what other people had Googled, not No, no it's everything combined. It it's me. also, I mean, the, the documentary is on Netflix, but Netflix yeah. also uses algorithm, <laughs> algorithms that were advertised to you. That's you a very know? good point. So it's all based on who they think you are mm. by the information mm. they give. So check and you it can, out. And you can change that as well by what you Google mm. as well. Because sometimes I like different advertisements, so I yeah. like to Google that to say, hey, you don't really know me. It's a great show. Uh, the Social Experiment. Get on it on Netflix now. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alpha Bucks. Tomorrow we play at 7 and 8 for 10 grand. You get the letters in the podcast the day before to make it easier for you. It is D for dog and C for cat. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. You know, I love weddings. Love I love it. love so much. I became a marriage celebrant, but I'm not doing weddings next year. I'm taking a break. Not that I've fallen out of love with love. 
it's just been a really stressful year for weddings (laughs) because everyone's had their date locked in and then they've moved that date and then you've had to coordinate with other people that have had their weddings as well and then some people just want a little one and they're like, we're just going to go ahead with it. No, we're not. And it's been like that because of borders because so many people in Australia have relatives overseas or interstate and because the borders have been shut to um, New South Wales and Melbourne, there's been so many delays. Mm. As a celebrant, are you the person they dump it on as well? A little bit, like but I'm always the, the last to know as well because they always will book in with the venue because mm. you have to yeah. um, and their loved ones and then they'll say, oh, and are you okay with this date? Mm. And I haven't been for any of them, but I've had to rearrange it because it's their wedding day and I don't want to stress them out. Yeah. Do you find they also give you stuff that's really not in your job description? Where you're like, that's not what the celebrant does, but they make you do that sort of no, stuff? No, because I sort of just do it as a dictatorship. I give everyone their little roles. Cool, of course, so, yeah. 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 And I've, d- I've done it for many years now, and I've done a lot of weddings, so and I understand the, the stress. I completely mm. understand it. When you agree to be an MC, you think all you're going to do is be calling up the father of the bride and stuff, and next thing you're carrying a cake across the room, and then you're telling people who's allowed to have spirits at the bar and who's only allowed to have the povo wine. Yeah. It's good to be a celebrant because you, you get it over and done with, and then you're allowed to enjoy the, yeah, enjoy yeah. the way. And I've had some fabulous weddings, but I've had a few weddings where it's been a bit difficult because I normally say to the bride and the groom, do you want it to be, or the groom and groom, bride and bride, would you like it to be an unplugged wedding? Which means, and often they'll say yes, we want to make sure that people are in the moment. Mm. So does that mean no no phones? No phones. So they've got a professional photographer. They don't want people to have their phones up recording it because then they're just getting photos of the crowd of people holding phones. Oh, yeah. You know, oh. so the f- photographs never look good. It just looks weird. People aren't in- enjoying it and they're taking photos. It's just. People put it on Facebook before you get a chance to. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of couples will have a hashtag and they'll use that hashtag for after mm. during the celebrations, but not during the ceremony. So I make that lo- clear at all of them. But I can't anymore because I did a wedding recently and just before they were coming down and I said, Do you want to? Oh, no, I can't. Because they had majority of their family and friends in Melbourne, mm-hmm. so they all brought laptops, iPads, Ooh. phones, oh. and I was like, "Oh my god!" They're of all course. zooming in. Face Everyone is zooming in mm. now. If you've ever zoomed with a mum or a dad or a grandparent, oh god, it was a case of. No, I'm sorry, I can't hear them. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Is it? No, love, come over here. I can't. And these were all the. Elderly people. Oh, oh, look at the dress—a bit short. I always knew she was a little bit of a. I'm so sorry. Can everyone please mute their microphones? Right, which is fine. But everyone had to turn to their phone or their iPad or their (laughs) laptop and go. No, mute it. No, it's to the right. (laughs) (laughs) To the. No, I can still hear you. No, can you do? And I was like, Oh my gosh, this is going to be the longest wedding ever. And I had to tell everyone to try and put down the iPad. But, of course, they're like, no, I can't, no, I can't. I can't hear them. I can't see them. And everyone wanted the best angle. Oh, my God. Do you think that same thing's been happening at funerals? Probably. Because funerals uh, have been in the same boat where you can only have a certain amount of people. Well, the difference is that a lot of funerals, people have, um, so to speak, put it on ice or put it away for a while. I know a lot of people have delayed it. Right. They've gotten cremated. How long? Still oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I was. But no, there would have been. Or? There would have been the case, but it's just because. No, I don't know about anyone else, but I've never gone to a Zoom meeting where it's run smoothly. Everyone's checking. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Do you know the what? I feel sorry for the face all of this? or the lighting, and you know what? Mm. A lot of people haven't dressed up. So they're all wearing, uh, they're in their track oh. they're wearing tracksuit pants that yeah. everyone's dressed yeah. up and then someone's looking and a few of them decided to show the screens like, oh, wait a minute, I just want to show you that auntie's here and mm. they put two of the screens Do together they get for photos? them to chat. <laughs> 
What about like the bride and the groom and then just a laptop in between yeah. them with their grandmother? Yeah. <laughs> there was about 20 of them just wow. on Zoom. Right. Yeah. But I, I, t- like- I tell you who I feel sorry for in all of this, Skype. What happened there? They really dropped the bag, didn't they? Yeah. Because before all this, it was Skype, 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 and then it's just it's all Zoom. Yeah. I'd never heard Zoom's, of Zoom. Zoom's been around for a while. Yeah. Uh, mm. Yeah. They're, they're one of the winners out of the whole pandemic, really, aren't they? Mm. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. We got gold that we're dealing. We want to buy a liar's tickets in style. When you think about it, we don't need grand final tickets anymore. No. So it's all good. Because we uh, were supporting the Lions, we still support the Lions, and it was a hard game for them against the Cats. It was really hard to watch. I uh, I had a little bit of a cry as I was leaving the yeah. game, and I left early to go to the bus, and I spoke to a lovely group of old people who put it in perspective for me. As I had tears, she said, love, it's just a game, mm. and the Cats were better on the night. They were. So, you're right, you're right. But we put a, a gold nugget on the Lions and rounded up to 2,500, mm. which we're never, ever, ever going to do again. I was at a barbecue on Saturday before the game, and I was, I was chest out peacocking. Were yeah. you just you know two hundred two two and a half on this game? It doesn't sound G- like you gamble responsibly, of course. But I'm like, we're going to clean up tickets. It's going to be the only concern we had is about what grand final tickets I was going to get. Like my husband and I, that because we're so sure about it. Mm. But you were the one that drew the short story, which meant you had to put the bet on. People weren't happy with it because you've previously been Jinxy McJinx's face. I only jinxed the Lions last year and the Canberra Raiders last year and Ash Barty last year. And the Broncos And the relationships of two beautiful <sighs> staff members here. That's right. I did yeah. say that... Um, so only... Yeah. Yeah. And the Bachelor. Oh, yeah, the Bachelor. So how did I jinx the Bachelor? Didn't you, did you jinx the Bachelor? You or didn't. Did you I just the, joined in. Yeah, we'll, yeah we'll, just, we'll whack that in there. No, no, no. I said that Nick <laughs> Cummins doesn't pick anyone. That mm. was just... That, I, was, but, yeah. but that was just me being woke. That was woke. a premonition, that one. <laughs> Mm. But then, but, what yeah, you the, did on on Friday, we were discussing this on the way. It was it was it was wrong. And I told, and I sent you a text after, and this is what I have an issue with. And I want you just to remember this moment, because we said we don't want you to go overboard and make a statement about how they're going to win. And you just would not you shush your mouth. You this is up. what you said: We're going to walk away with four thousand five hundred dollars. The Brisbane Lions at the Gabba, mm-hmm. winning Can the stop talking? first Can you and stop only. <laughs> Grand final. I actually agree with her. Can you just your mind just stop, stop talking? Is that all right? Stop stop look back on this. This. Can you stop, please? We're going to look back on this in I, years I think to come. You stop. Can you I really stop? think you should stop. You're going to remember where you were the time that the Brisbane Lions won the grand final. I've turned their mics down. At the Gabba. It's a guarantee. 2020. The year will never forget for many reasons. So we've had non-stop comments from oh, it. Oh, man. Like, <laughs> you know what? But you I deserve do... that because you went overboard. And I but said to you, you sent me a text. Moment. No, you don't. No, no you I don't. Do. You just be arrogant. And I, yeah. you sent me a text message saying, it's a, it's a time for me to give up on winning anything ever again. And I said to you, no, it is not time to give up on winning. It is just time to stop talking when I say which is a good but a hard lesson to learn. I, I learned that a long time ago. Um, I'll never. I'll. You know. I just. I want to be part of the moment. You know. Like. No. You want to create the moment and have everyone follow. But if people are saying there is no moment to get on board, Matthew, wait for the moment to happen and then you can do it. You don't want to have to be a leader. Don't be a Leo always. Just join in. Because you understand it. how jinxing works, right? As soon as you say something is guaranteed to happen. It automatically won't happen. There is no guarantees in and life. And you went to town on that one. Mm. Oprah told me 
You, you know have why to I reckon, will it to, if you, you want to, You know why I reckon it. he did? Why? Because he said he was going to go to Tattoo if they won. And we know I Mr. I thought that too. Yeah. I thought you deliberately jinxed us just so you didn't have to get the tattoo that you said you were going to get. I would still get the bandwagon tattoo. Why don't you I get don't one now? Get they still made it. the prelims. So a bandwagon prelim tat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If yeah. it breaks the jinx, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> are we at that level, are we? Oh, man. Have you realised that? Look, I don't mean death threats. Uh, no, no, it's no a death, death threat. Because it's ju- it is just a game. Read them. Read the, read the comments. Read them. Read them. Read Looks em. like Matty Acton will be fired on Monday. Oh, there we go. Matty jinxed us again. God help us all. Jinxy. <laughs> um, terrible mistake. Go Geelong. Boo you. Maddie Acton, you've done it again. Hashtag jinx. Maddie Acton, curse strikes again. I, I don't, the other one, there's nothing to do with you, but she says, I, it was a stupid bet. They should never have risked it. Now they've got no money. That's how betting works. Paige? No, I think she's saying that because it was me, they shouldn't have risked it. <laughs> and that's fair enough. People, it's fair enough. Um, someone said it. Someone's been nice to you. What'd they I say? I am so scared for Matt mm-hmm. since the Lions lost. I'm glad Mum got involved. Yeah. <laughs> You, you, you also said 2020 was going to be the best year ever. So just don't, what we're saying is don't go out and do these wild statements in the hope that you're going to be some grand leader and people it. are going to say, Maddie Acton said he this. He said this would Forget happen. Forget it. Just join in, just mate. Be, Become, I, no, I you don't want to be the leader. And you don't want, I just to, want you, to be involved. You're not the leader anymore. Oh, well, was I the leader? Well, I? you're trying to make yourself the leader. Just saying, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? What are you saying there? Why don't you, you know what? You never make these bold statements against the Broncos, you know that. You never go out and say for them. No, because they ruin it themselves. Well, I want you to from now on make the bold statements only about the Broncos, your team. Well, give me something that I can jinx, but for, to our benefit. No, I don't even want to play that game anymore either. Come we on. tried it's that. Like a we tried board. reverse jinxing. Go, go, try, try. What, about, what about there'll never be a vaccine? It's a big one. <sighs> okay. So what are we saying? If I say there'll never be a COVID vaccine... There'll probably be one next week. Then we'll get one. Yeah. I don't like this one. You don't want to do it? I, you don't want to do it? You I think it just it keeps it going. It keeps the... Juice. We need to try to pretend that he doesn't have the power. It's time. It's time, <laughs> Brisbane. Get it right, though. Get it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You always you stuff, stuff this up. You always stuff this up. Let them get shit. So we never, ever will have... Okay. Brisbane, it's time to social distance like you've never social distanced before. Feel free to wear a mask. Wash your hands because there will never what is he doing? I don't know. be what? a COVID vaccine. There will never be one. Okay. You're never going to have one. So it's time to just get on with the job with COVID around because there'll never be a vaccine. This will be the one time he's right. <laughs> oh, no. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. The winner of the 2020 Brownlow Medal, Lockie Neal of the Brisbane Lions Football Club. night, Sunday night, was a bit more of a celebration than Saturday night because we did. We took home uh, the brown low. It was the winner, Lockie Neal. Congratulations. Oh, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. And before we start, I've just got to say, Jinxie, what'd you do to us on the weekend? <laughs> yes, Lockie, you're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. But he's going to make it up to you guys. So you guys are... Yes. Uh... By never supporting you ever again. <laughs> <laughs> No, congratulations last night. It was a bit of a it was a bit of a different one. A lot of it was virtual. You guys had the ability to all get together. But you know that um you know the person that's made the headlines this morning, it's the most read on news.com. Uh who is it? It's um your beautiful wife. They're <laughs> saying that she stole the show. Oh, she did. She looked amazing last night, so um no surprises there. But yeah, it was a it was a different um function, a different setup, but 
it was actually really enjoyable. It was um, there was about seven other players and their partners from other clubs, and and obviously our crew there as well. Um, and it was a, a really good night. Um, I thought they the AFL set it up really well, and uh, yeah, it was a really enjoyable night with with the guys. Uh, we have the audio here of you thanking your wife too. Very smart. I always, I always stress for it's like when him... he means it. The guys no, always think that it's like, yeah, you're in. Tactical maneuver. Remember the year Grant Daniel won a Logie and he, and forgot, he forgot to thank his yeah. wife. Yes. And I thought when he walked off, I'm like, he is so dead when he gets home. Uh, here is you though. Last night, I just want to thank my family. Um, want to thank my wife Jules. Obviously, she's an amazing human being. Not many people probably know, but she um, owned a salon in Perth before we uh, decided to move to Brisbane. <laughs> and um, she had to sell that to, to come over here and follow my dreams. And um, she was doing very well for herself over there, but um, she always puts me ahead of herself when, when she shouldn't have to. And um, she's the most selfless person I know and my biggest support. So um, thank you very much, Jules. Um, I love you. That was beautiful. That was pretty good. Now, in hindsight, though, with COVID selling a salon, she got out at the right time. (laughs) Yeah, possibly, possibly. Uh, It was a couple of years ago now, so she was ahead of the curve. But um, (laughs) she's she's a very special person in my life, obviously. And, um, yeah, I can't thank thank her enough. It it wasn't the results that we wanted against the the Cats. When I went home from the game and I turned on to watch the the press conference and and Chris Pagan, Chris Fagan, sorry, who's an amazing coach for you guys, and he just always puts it in perspective. What did he say to you guys after the game? Yeah, he basically told us that we we weren't good enough on the night and we shouldn't be feeling sorry for ourselves because we didn't deserve to win and um, we've got a couple of things that that we need to improve on. we didn't play the style that we wanted to play. Our ball movement was pretty stagnant, um, but that was a credit to Geelong's defence and, and their pressure. They were very good throughout the night, and um, yeah, I think they were, they were just too good for us. Um, we're a pretty young side as well, and we've still got a little bit of learning to, to go, but uh, I've got full confidence that over the next few years we can build something extremely special and put ourselves back in situations that we were in um, on Saturday night and, and hopefully um, if we can get back there, we can change the result. And of course, don't be too hard on yourself because it was, as we know, it Maddie's was Maddie's fault. fault so, so, yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That's what he said to us after the game. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, you know, it was so... When I saw the score, I was like, oh, my God, I've done it again. I tried to trick myself into thinking I wasn't a jinx, but uh, anyway... Mm. Um, it's right. He's promised us he's not going to support us um, next year, which is really good yes. news. So, twenty twenty one's got a good a, thing, is yeah, it? Yeah, it's got a better ring to it. So next year, did you guys have a big night last night? I mean, it was uh, obviously because you don't have to play again. You could have a couple of beers. I saw a picture with you with a beer in your hand, or did you keep it pretty tame? Um, yeah, no, it was good. I um, I had my family um, who were here for the game the night before who who hung around. Um, and I had a couple of mates from back home um, who were here for the game as well who um, I wasn't able to see before the game, but sort of a silver lining for the loss. I was able to see my family and, and those guys. Um, and then my teammates uh, last night came back to my house for a little bit and um, had a couple of quiet beers with them, which was uh, really nice and something that we haven't obviously been able to do for, for a long time. So um, that's yeah. cherished. 
I just realised you guys are out of the bubble now, Pop. but you've been putting yourself yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would have been nice to have stayed in the bubble for one more week. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah. yeah well, it is nice to be out. Good on you, mate. Uh, congratulations on the Brownlow. Uh, a great season as well. And um, thanks so much for your time this morning. No worries. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Tommy Little. Tommy Little. Tommy Man, you can hear him at 3 o'clock at the Arvo with Carrie Bickmore. He's on with us now. Tommy Little, good morning. Oh, good morning, legends. Talk to me. Talk to me about the land of the free. What's going on? <laughs> well, you know, we're walking around, going to parks. I went to the Gabba on the weekend, and you know what? Oh. Someone sat next to me and behind me, Tommy. What do you mean? Like a stranger, a person you didn't know? A person yep. I didn't know. I said hi oh, to her. God. She said hi. For those, Our arms you... even touched, and I was like, hey, did hey, you... hey. Did you have to take, take off your face mask when you said hi? Look, I didn't have a face mask, Tommy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. For those who are oh unaware, Tommy Little's currently in prison. So he um, committed a crime, and they allow him, um, as part of his community service, to no, continue we're, we're, the radio we're show. we're thankful here. I do say that like, we've got a bit of survivor's guilt being He's up in, in Queensland. In but we're, no, we're, we're doing well. We're extra cautious up here because we don't want to... Be like you. <laughs> yes, yeah, I understand it. But I tell you this, I would love to feel that guilt. Yeah. yeah. That guilt that you guys are feeling. Because, oh, guys, we got given, I don't know if you've heard about our new restrictions. Yeah, you got some, you got some freedoms. Oh, we can travel 25 kilometres from our house now. And you know what we can do when we travel that 25 kilometres? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> there's still nothing open. No, you can go to a hairdresser. Hairdresser's opened. That's good. My bikini line actually needs a really good work. <laughs> Not that sort of hairdressing. What, what do you do to your hairdressers, mate? <laughs> this is this is why I get kicked out of the hairdresser. <laughs> you know, I meant for you. I honestly meant for your girlfriend. I thought she would be happy that hairdressers are opened. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, people are happy for little things, but it's not enough at the moment. Mm. You guys are still together, right? You lasted the lockdown. Yes, we've lasted a while. Okay, sorry, I just gave a look to Maddie going, oh, (laughs) it's been a while since we spoke (laughs) to him. I I had the same thing when I asked a guest about their parents, Mm. and if they're kind of, you know, my age, which is the age that people's parents start getting older, I had that second like, oh, please tell me they're alive. (laughs) Oh, God. It it happened the other week. We had Grant Hackett on, and he had mentioned that there were six years between him and his brother, and I was like, oh, so you're a whoopsie baby. And he goes, no, my mum had cancer, so that's why she waited. To have well, me. that's on Grant. That's on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, did, he did not make that easy. For oh, me. he no. delivered it so well though, because Maddie went on and on, and he probably wasn't going to say it. To what point Maddie just went a little bit too hard, and he paused just perfectly and went, "No, nah, interesting story, mate. My mum had cancer. Um, yeah. so very lucky that she had me. But I've never said that to anyone before. Come on, Grant. I feel like for a man who's already got a lot of no-go zones, he shouldn't be treated so heavily." <laughs> <laughs> How do you think you'll go? I know because um, uh, we've got some uh, stand-up comedy uh, back and my wife's been uh, gigging and she was so rusty because it had been so long since she, she'd done it. Um, how do you think you'll go the first time you hit a stage? Yeah, so it's interesting because the longest I have been since I started stand-up comedy would have been two weeks mm. without a gig. And so then to go, what, it'll be nearly a year. Yeah. Um, I guess what I'm saying is maybe don't buy tickets to the, the first, first show. The first show. So, well, you know, Tommy, do you know that Tom Gleason's up here? And I don't want to say yeah. that you don't like Queenslanders as much as he does, but he's obviously coming up and he's going to self-isolate for two weeks before he... No. he yeah. Well, Abby, he lives in Byron. 
Oh, does he? Uh, I thought he was Melbourne. Oh, he's not the hero you uh, thought he was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he really loves us. That's, oh, well, that's, yeah, no, right. Why does a wrangler live in um, Byron? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy wearing a hat just constantly. Constantly. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I would, because I actually thought about coming up, because I'm so desperate to do shows, and I do love Queensland. Yeah. But the idea of an extra mm. two weeks when I've only got, you know, a month off. Yeah, it's, it's too hard. Too, lockdown, it's too much. Yeah, right. Hey, mate, um, look, we're at least, you know, you guys are sounding great in the afternoons. You, you're up, you're vibey, which is what we love about you guys. And you've also decided to spend as much money uh, that the radio station has as possible to launch this today. Over $250,000 in cash and prizes to be won. Get that winning feeling with Carrie and Tommy's You've Got Mail. Please leave a message. Where did you get quarter of a million dollars from? <laughs> I shook down Carrie Bickmore and that was the worst <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for your meeting later on today. But the prizes that you're giving away is unbelievable. We've just read today's. We're giving away a trip to the Whit Sundays. And we're talking four people, all expenses included, and including a luxury yacht in wow. there. It's all yours as well. So it's worth over 20 grand, guys, and you can use it whenever you want. That's the best thing, isn't it? Like all food and drinks provided, but there's no expiry yeah. date. So like yeah. when you're able to go. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. The part no, so, I so, see, and I always think this, you know, like this is, this is proper rich mm. when you have a yacht and then you pay someone to just yacht it for you. So you're just on it, you know? <laughs> So they're doing yeah. all the yacht stuff and you're drinking away. <laughs> I don't and know that's, if that's the term. Nah, they, that's what they, they yacht, say. They yacht for they you. Yacht they for yacht you. It. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is tough if you ever get to the point where you can only just afford the yacht, and so you're worried about like food and beverage yeah. on top of that. Yeah, that's you're true. Like, Guys, we got home brand cola because we cannot afford the real stuff. Well, no, they see they they drive it and stuff, so you don't have to have that they thing of you, they yacht yeah. it, they drive it. Yeah, you're yeah. a real I think seaman, a captain. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I mean, you don't have to worry about you know you can drink as much as you want. You don't have to worry about being under. You know the the old point five thing. You're sweet to yeah. go. Yeah, and it's a real giveaway that you don't know how to drive if you shout out, who's going to yacht this? <laughs> it's worth $21,000. It's an amazing prize. And, of course, you can use it whenever you want. There is absolutely no expiry on it. Download um, the Hit app right now to get involved. And Carrie and Tommy give it away this afternoon, mate. Nice to talk to you. Thanks for coming on. Thank you, Legends. B105 Brisbane Traffic. AIA Health Insurance with AIA Vitality. It's cover that protects and rewards. A two-car nose to tail, Sandgate Road inbound on the left shoulder before Timble Road through Virginia. There's lights out on Telegandra Drive and Bow Desert Beanley Road through Beanley. A four-car stack from earlier this morning still affecting the Logan Motorway westbound of Paradise Road through Parkinson. Traffic is back to Meadowbrook. Eastbound delays are back to Carroll Park. Slow going still on Moggle Road inbound through Kenmore. Chapel Hill to Indrapilly. Pacific Motorway upper Mount Cravat to the city and a slow run too on Wynnum Road and Lytton Road for Morningside in towards Kangaroo Point. With Uber Eats, choose from over 600,000 menu items under $10 across Australia. So tonight I'll be eating crispy braised eggplant with shallot pancakes. Order via the Uber Eats app. Chopper Dave, another check soon on B105. It's Husey and Ed. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. That's the uh, podcast, guys. Thanks for your downloads. See you tomorrow. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105.